Before you listen to this episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal, it is the holiday season, and that means gifts. And what better gift can you give the friend or family member in your life than having them advertise our podcast on their body? So here's what you do. You go to www.maxfunstore.com, and that is where you can get all of your fine Maximum Fun merchandise, including... Oh, we got this t-shirt on the front. It says podcast should have a theme song. And on the back, it says podcast should not have a theme song. That's for adults. There's a very cool poster with art by Len Peralta that you can get there. But here's the new item. We're so excited about this. This was a suggestion from a listener. It was suggested at DragonCon, and now it has come true. A onesie for the little tyke in your life. That's right. Advertise our podcast on your baby or the baby in your life. It's a cute little green onesie. And on the front, it says, we had this. Yes, it is about you. We got the topics. You had the baby. Let's all get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And advertise our podcast on your baby. Advertise it on yourself. If you're a fan of the show and you have a little one, this is a really fun gift. And hey, if you know a couple who's not even a listener of the show yet, this is a really fun gift for them anyway. When they go, where did you get this? That is your in. That is where you tell them all about We Got This with Mark and Hal. But for now, go to MaxFunStore.com. Get all of your We Got This merch for the holidays. You order it now. You have it in plenty of time. You can gift wrap it. Give it to the special people in your life. Or, hey, get it for yourself. You deserve it. It's been a year, and you deserve the very best, which you can get at MaxFunStore.com. Look at the We Got This merch. Right now, at this moment, I'm looking at the site. We are one of the featured shows. Who knows how long that'll last, but you can find it anyway, everything you need, at maxfunstore.com. And now, I haven't said this in a while, please enjoy this episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal. This is for both of us, one of our top ten favorites of all time. No joke. Enjoy. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best as seen on TV product. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. <laughs> This is what happens when we record in the same room, yeah. is we just see each other and start giggling <laughs> like dum-dums, Well, because we know how ridiculous this episode is going to be. I'm so excited about this. Yeah. First, thank you to Dennis LaChapelle. Thank you, Dennis LaChapelle. For putting this on Facebook. I took a screenshot of it immediately and sent it to you, which is the only way you'll see things on Facebook. Yes. And uh, when you did, I forgot to send back a, that sounds great, because I just started researching <laughs> and then went down a <laughs> rabbit hole of infomercial products. You sent me so many things today. I yeah. think you sent me like seven different links. Yeah. And, and Kate McManus did do research on yes. this. She compiled a really great list, but we dug even deeper. Yeah, we had to because this is so dumb and so fun. Yeah. Because I don't know about you, Hal, but I, all growing up, I have had such an affinity for the infomercial as seen on TV format. Yes. Growing up as a kid, I grew up in the golden age of the infomercial. Sure. And it is now the block in on most channels from 3 a.m. to 8 a.m. is 
infomercials. Yes. So if you're up either very, very late or very, very early, you're going to see some pretty incredible products. Yes. You can do everything from make a chicken Mm -hmm. to replace your hair to live on a yacht with a bunch of women in bikinis (laughs) from selling real estate. Yeah. And you can also make as much money as that guy that used to dress up like the Riddler did. That's right. Matthew Lesko. Matthew Lesko. Yeah. Yeah. There are so many great pitchmen through the years and so many great products. And we're going to get to all of the greats. But first... <laughs> now I sound you like go right into the- I sound like a pitch man. Yeah, uh, but first, <laughs> I'd like to go over what an infomercial is, what yes. the as seen on TV craze is, where it began, because there's some surprising moments in its history. Okay, the. <laughs> Do we want to talk about this guy right now, or do we want to do the overview and then dive in? I want to just talk about this guy. I think we should just talk about him. There, oh man, people of the world, there is there is an info, the very first infomercial ever made. Yes. Papa Barnard. Papa Barnard. Papa Barnard. Yeah, this is Papa Barnard. And the very first infomercial ever made in 1949 for the 1970 years ago. product season, 70, 70th anniversary yeah. of the filming of this. Um. It is an infomercial for a product that is still around today, presented by the inventor of that product, and it is the Vitamix. I love that this video that you sent, I hadn't even noticed, because, you know, people will find any kind of archival footage and just throw it up on the internet. Yeah, it's fun. I actually love, there's a whole series of them on Amazon Prime. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of great old 1950s industrial footage and stuff that's really fun. I've watched them. I download, I think I still have downloaded on my iPad, the drive-in theater commercials. Oh, I love them. Just to watch, I'll watch three hours of that on a flight. I don't care. This was posted to YouTube by Vitamix. I didn't realize it. No. This is, it is their account. They are like willingly showing this to people. They're like, Hey, this is where it all began. I mean, at this point, they are almost bulletproof as, yeah. as a blender. Like if everybody you can sell wants a blender them. for $400 uh-huh. and people buy it. You are bulletproof. And it is essentially, you were saying the same product mm-hmm. that we see here sold back then for $34.99. Yeah. Which was the equivalent. I looked it up of, uh, $379. Oh, wow. So it is almost the exact it's same almost price. It's the exact same price. Wow. Yeah. It has adjusted for inflation pretty much dead on. Well, this guy, Papa, Papa William G. Papa Barnard, he is, I don't, is dyspeptic the word that I'm looking I, for? Ornery? Ornery. He, I've never seen a sales pitch like this. Everybody please watch this because yeah. it is horrifying. Yes. Uh, he spends the entire infomercial berating the housewives of America. Yes. For cooking food for their families. Yeah. And in his words, throwing out a nutrients in a sewer. <laughs> And he keeps saying that. I've never seen a hard sell that is basically, <laughs> your family's going to die if you keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> this is my product I invented. It's going to keep your whole family from dying. Yeah. According to his pitch, every homemaker in, in the world in 1949 had Munchausen by proxy syndrome <laughs> and was trying to keep their families sick or, or as close to death as possible by peeling potatoes and taking the eyes out of them. Yeah. That's where the iodine is. Yeah. That's where all the nutrients are. Yeah. He was like, you need silicon in your body? I don't know if that's true. I don't either. Silica is that gel that very specifically says do not eat in your shoes. Oh, my. He would have just been eating jackets whole. <laughs> you just put the whole jacket here in the blender and you start it. You got batch jackets. But don't cook it. Why would you put it in warm water, you moron? Yeah. It's 
It is the the hard sell, like just angry that the whole world isn't doing this. Yeah, I understand that where he is coming from is is a philosophy. It's not just that he's making a sales pitch. He has this Whole Foods before it was cool philosophy of raw, don't cook it, just you get all the nutrients. In fact, don't even throw away the eggshell. Oh. Yes, he throws an egg in. In its entirety. The only three things I remember, and it started, there were some liquids in there to start. He, uh, at, well, at f- the first thing he does is make breadcrumbs. Right. Hey, you can use your soft breads, you can use your hard breads, use your toasted breads if you want, throw them all in there. And he only says, like, one thing you can do with them. Yeah. Like, it's, it feels, I'm sure he did it a million times, and yeah. he was probably somewhat nervous to be doing this on television, which nobody ever had before. Yeah. But he was like, you can make stuff with the bread, or... A bread covering for for breaded things <laughs> or stuffing. Everybody loves stuffing. Even you, Grandma. You old bag. I hate you. I hate you and everything you've done to your family. Look at you <laughs> ruining your whole family like this. Oh, it's he. Lo- he even goes like, uh, "Look at the carrot. Look at the carrot here." Now, probably a housewife, uh, your wife or your mother or your grandmother has a recipe for uh, for buttered carrots. And then he picks up a book. He's like, "Just got it in a cookbook. I'm gonna make yeah. buttered yeah, carrots." And, and, well, he does yeah. a like, he yeah, was like a right, wife yeah. voice. I'm gonna make him buttered carrots. I'm gonna make buttered carrots. You know who doesn't eat buttered carrots? Horses. Horses won't eat a cooked carrot. Right. You try to give a horse a cooked carrot. They think, what am I, a dumb animal? Yes. <laughs> You're a horse. Hey, let's not be mean to horses, Hal. You're right. How horses are majestic. <laughs> Mr. Ed was pretty smart, too. Man, that's a weird thing about Montreal to see in the grocery store. But I digress. That's right. You said, uh, you, uh, one of my favorite things you send me things, including a horse fondue. Yeah. Horse fondue. <laughs> Is that just pieces of horse meat? Uh, vacuum sealed? Yeah. It looked like beets. Uh, it, yeah, that's, well, it's very lean, so it's gonna be bright red. Do you just throw it into the blender with the whole egg, <laughs> the raisins, the dry carrot? By the way, I would also like to point out that <laughs> the reason he's so loud is because he turns on the Vitamix maybe five minutes into this thing yeah. and never turns it off. He just he keeps, just keeps going. dropping crap in it. <laughs> These are the things that he puts. This is the garbage that he puts into this. Into this, uh, you know, super healthy meal. Yes. Orange juice, which he then that was the refers to as pineapple juice or uh, orange juice for the rest of the time. Yes. Carrot. Yep. Cucumber. Sure. Yeah. Good. A whole egg. Yep. Raisins. Shell. Ugh. Raisins. Which he says were in the Garden of Eden. Not sure where – I don't know what verse that's in, but I'm not very uh, – Yeah, don't you remember when the, when the serpent handed Eve that little red box and opened it up <laughs> and then did that thing where you could put your mouth around the whole thing and it goes eh, – Yeah, eh. that was the that was the forbidden knowledge. Yeah, the forbidden knowledge was that you can take a sun-made raisin box and make a little kazoo out of it. <laughs> he drinks it too. I'm watching him drink it. <laughs> he really does look like one of the characters who doesn't have any lines in Guys and Dolls. <laughs> He's just at Junior's, like, he's silently ordering cheesecake. <laughs> he does look, he looks like he went to his tailor and said, uh, can you give me to Fred Mertz? <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a quintuple breasted suit. <laughs> <laughs> With buttons that, that are, include one, I guess the one on the lapel is either an errant button, because it looks like all the buttons on the suit, or it's like some secret, it's the carrot society, dry carrot yeah. society. You know what, you know what he's going to do with that button. <laughs> Put it in the blender. Yeah, he's going to throw it in the blender. (laughs) He does drink it, and he lives. For at least until the end of the infomercial. Yeah. 
I, that was my, uh, message to you is that he yeah. died 45 seconds after the cameras <laughs> went, went, uh, went black. It is, it is one of those very strange things. There are a lot of strategies in this that he uses that are, that carried over to the modern infomercial in terms of like, you have a need that you don't even know about. I'm going to solve a problem for you. But he goes so far. Yeah. The whole thing about mothers asking their doctors for permission to breastfeed. I mean, yeah. what living animal does that? <laughs> and so the kids grow up and then they're eating mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. And we go to the restaurant, mashed potatoes. I go to your house, mashed potatoes. Uh, I mean, I look, I understand pointing out a need, but does yeah. it have to do it with such nihilism? No. Holy crap. Hey, Grandma, you old bat, I hate you so much. Making those mashed potatoes and killing Grandpa slowly with your starchy poison. I also love at the end when it's time to tell you how to do it because there was no internet back then. Yeah. There was no direct marketing. All he had was this infomercial. He came up with this idea for – or somebody came up with this idea for the infomercial. Yeah. And – but he's got to get you to order it from the right place. So he keeps at the end of it saying like, all right, get a pen and paper. Get a pencil and paper. Go grab a pencil and a paper right now. Grab your pencil. Do you have a pencil and paper? Get your pencil and paper. All right. I'm going to say it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it. Get your pencil and paper. We're going to put it on a screen. Get your pencil and paper ready. <laughs> pencil and paper. <laughs> I go over to your house. Pencil and paper. You come over to my house. Pencil and paper. You go to the stationery store. Pencil and paper. Oh, my God. Um. So we're going to take that pencil and paper. We're going to put it right here in the Vitamix. <laughs> we're going to mix could, it up. We could talk about this guy all night. And I would love to, but we do have to talk about some of the other wonderful infomercials through the years. This was so bad it's- that I sent it to Bill Corbett. I just wrote, <laughs> you've seen this, right? <laughs> You're aware of this. Yeah. Hey, listen, can you do your riff tracks thing that you guys do to this little gym? Can we please just come just do a one oh night riff tracks on this with us? Yeah. Please. It is it is jarring. Oh, my God. So this was 1949. Yes. And the early years of television, you remember like soap operas are so-called because they were luck soap paid for them. And they were advertising yes. was super, super heavy. And then in the early 60s, the FCC put the kibosh on it. Yes. They're like, look, guys, you can't have 70% of an episode of television be advertising. Yeah. So the infomercial died. This was sort of an early thing. It never really caught on as a way to advertise it was more the things like soap operas and uh branded entertainment which we see a lot of now in the 70s somebody found a loophole in san diego where every sunday morning do you know about this one every sunday morning now there was a company that would just do an hour of real estate listings okay like, well, this is clearly just advertising but what they did was they were outside the fcc's jurisdiction because the company was based out of tijuana just across the mexican border which did not have these laws Wow. But they recorded them and broadcast them in English to the San Diego audience. Okay. So that was in the 70s. Then in 1981 and 1984, two different laws were passed. God bless the deregulation of the conservative Reagan years. Yes. Where you could have as much advertising as you wanted. Which Uh, also gave us 
cartoons like G.I. Joe, Masters of the Universe, and Transformers. Did it really? Which were essentially commercial. I mean, they, they were workarounds as commercials for toys. Yeah. They were made to sell the toys. The toys did not oh. come from the cartoons. I thought the toys came from, oh no, we talked about this, didn't so, we? So yeah, we, we have talked about this. I do want to. I forgot that the toys, I, I did not know until we talked about it on the episode three years ago, and then I forgot about it. <laughs> See, you learned it again. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm like a goldfish on this show. We're about to go. <laughs> we're about to get so deep, Dory, into into like this golden age of infomercials. But yes, it would be weird to talk about. And I know the idea is these are things sold in infomercials mm-hmm. because any everything's been seen on TV. You know, right. uh, uh, Palmolive, yeah. corn hops. But it would be odd to have this discussion. Did I know he's going to come up again. That's the name of my rockabilly band. Yeah, the, the corn hops. <laughs> It would be weird to have a discussion of a scene on TV products mm-hmm. and not talk about a couple things from the 70s. Number one, everything Ron Popeil put out, including the Pocket Fisherman. Right. And, and also KTEL. KTEL the was K-Tel the 1970s. The KTEL collections yeah. of your favorite hits. Uh, you ever wonder why your KTEL records played at such a low volume? <laughs> because they were ultra thin, ultra cheap vinyl yeah. and the grooves weren't that deep. <laughs> Uh, so they could fit way more grooves on a record to get 25 songs on one album, but they couldn't get them to play very loudly. You could just barely hear them. Yeah. <laughs> but the Ron Popeil stuff, mm-hmm. like those are. His father, wasn't it, that originally uh, started doing it? I th- I think you're right. I think it was you're the right. Popeil family. And the Pocket Fisherman came out back then. The Chia Pet. Yes. Uh, the Chia Pet invented in the 1970s. Yes. Uh, Ginsu knives. Yes. Uh, yeah. Do you know where Ginsu knives are from? Illinois. You're very close. Ohio. Really? Not The point is, not Japan. You know what else is from Ohio? What's that? The Vitamix Blender. <laughs> Why, where are they? Uh, they're like the national pure. Wait, they're called. I'm going to tell you because it's on here. Oh, his company that. The company that bought the time starring W.G. Barnard. The Natural Foods Institute in Olmstead Falls, Ohio. So if yeah. you live in or near Olmstead Falls, Ohio, maybe you know this. Maybe it's like a famous thing. That is where this initial – I'm so glad we were able to come back to him for a second <laughs> as he like, I'm going to go to heaven and I'm going to haunt the ghosts of your mothers and grandmothers and make them pay. I'm going to send them down to H-E double hockey sticks for everything they did to those potatoes. Also, while we're on this guy again, I'm guessing he's a teetotaler because he said, now someone ask me if you can put alcohol in this. <sighs> I guess. But you better not say to your health when you drink it. <laughs> so that's what I would have been like. That would have been me yeah. in 1949. Yeah. And don't even think about giving me the bubbles. Hey, it's midnight. Let's go to a diner. <laughs> you know what I can do right now that would be really sinful? A slice of cherry pie with ice cream. And we take that cherry pie with ice cream, drop it right in the blender. <laughs> Mix it in with some dry carrots, powdered celery, and bread. a whole egg. <laughs> a whole egg. Shell it all. Uh, I'm going to put the carton in here. Uh, but now we are getting into the golden age of the late night infomercial, yeah. which made popular by a million things uh, in confluence all at once. Yes. Uh, the deregulation in 1984, cable television showing up, the idea that television didn't have to sign off at the end of the day and something could fill those late night hours. Yes. And that is where our lists will most the bulk of our lists will come from that now it seems like a lot of these Mm -hmm. i would assume to qualify for the best one of the things has to be sales 
that yes. it's sold well. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to be the best selling. Right. But we do have a list of the best selling infomercial products of all time. We do. Now, here's a question. Okay. So that's one is how well has it sold? Oh. Is it, a, it is a, is it a well selling thing that anybody that most people have heard of? Right. I think that's one, right? Sure. Would another be, we can go either way. Is it something you really want because you think it actually will solve a problem? Or is it something you really want because it's so dumb? Yeah, that I you just have to like it's more so of a curiosity kind of thing. Yeah, is that what we're looking for? I, the dumbest? I think there's. Well, I think there's that. You know what? Uh, the utility of it. Mm-hmm. If the utility just happens to be irony, then so be it. Okay. I think the pitch man for it is also uh, is also going to be a big part of it. All right. Um, or pitch person. I don't know how many of these products, uh, actually, no, a few of them are. The number one seller of all time was, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Kathy Fields, Dr. Katie Rodan, and Judith Light. Yes, that that's was, right. Uh, proactive, the number one selling, uh, directly marketed product of all time. And now, like, a ton of slay of Jessica Simpson, Katy Perry, Adam Levine, yeah. all of these but those super famous like, people. It, it, that I don't think of as pitchmen so much. I think Kathy Fields and Katie Rodan, yes, but. Yeah. Then it's just testimonials at that point. Yeah, even you know they're I mean? not as much. No. But uh, I think that's another big part of it. Yeah. Uh, With pitchmen, you're thinking of like Billy Mays, mm-hmm. Vince Offer, Ron Popeil, yes. uh, Gary, whatever his name is, Susan Powder. Susan Powder, another great one. Tony Horton. Uh, Tony Little. Tony Little. Tony Little, who had that the weird, tiger. uh, the, he had the gazelle, yes. the Bowflex that, the Bowflex that makes you look like you're doing a Jane Fonda workout. Did you? Because it's just the like straight legged swooshing for an hour. Did you have a product like that in your home? I did. I have bought. I mean, like growing up, did your parents buy oh, stuff like a like Bowflex, this? something like that? Yeah, a big, uh, a big item. Was there like a big item that felt like? Because we had a Nordic track. We had, uh, we had this one. It was like a gravity edge or something like that. Okay. That it didn't use weights. Like the Bowflex used bands mm-hmm. or tension, like the different, the tension levels. Yeah. This one used your body weight. So as you were bench pressing, you were actually lifting yourself up. Okay. Uh, you were using your own body weight. Oh. Um, augmented either with bands to make it less or more. That's smart. Uh, yeah, it was a cool, it was a cool contraption and I used to use it when I was a kid. Mostly I would just play with it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm not going to sit down and do 60 reps, but I'd be like, this is neat. <laughs> yeah. Was- we had a Nordic track, which I think was like the least. I think that it did have an infomercial. I'm sure it did. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't as cool. It didn't have like a stop the insanity or Tony Little. Yeah. Hips, thighs, and buttocks. I think that was his main thing that he would say a lot. Hips, thighs, and buttocks? Hips, thighs, and buttocks. That was the area it worked out. Also, was the king of the early pitchmen in the 80s Richard Richard Simmons? Simmons. Absolutely. Well, you're going to talk about fitness? Sweating to the oldies. Sweating to the oldies in the top 10 of all time. Total sales of approximately two hundred million dollars actually a lot of these uh the top 10 all time uh the total gym p90x yeah uh, didn't know that tony horton was a stand-up comedian i didn't either he was a uh before he was a a crazy fit 54 year old dude have you ever seen have you ever done p90x oh yeah me too oh yeah it is hard it is very hard like, jennifer did it for like a full did 90 she do the days full thing? i think going leading up to our wedding yeah and i tried it and i was like no well it's like I can't it's, it's now you're doing a half an hour of pull-ups i'm sorry a, a, did you say half hour of pull-ups yeah. do you want to how do you want to divide this up do you want to just 
Because I really have a bunch of, we just have a bunch of different lists in front of us, really. Like, we've got the best selling of all time. We've got Kate McManus's, uh, exhaustive list of mostly what seemed to be modern day, mostly in the 1995 range. Yes. Uh, which is fantastic. Um, and there's one on here that I've not seen in any of these other lists that makes me very happy. Which one's that? Uh, the Floby. Yes. Made fun of in uh, Wayne's World. Yes. So what we have done is we have divided, uh, we have divided the greatest of all kitchen products after yes. scouring the internet, uh, with exhaustive research from Kate McManus and our own, uh, individual dumb dives. We have found, uh, what we believe is a pretty exhaustive list, a pretty exhaustive list in five different categories. So we're going to tackle five categories. Yes. We're going to pull one from each category to be the victor. And then, uh, those five are going to be the finalists. Yes. Let's start. Oh, should I, I'll tell you the five categories. Yeah. Give us, a, give us a little something. The five categories are kitchen gadgets, mm-hmm. grooming. Yes. Workout. Sure. Household help. Important. And weirdos. The best of all. We'll find out. <laughs> Let's start with kitchen gadgets. Okay. Here's the list. We can see which ones jump out at us and debate the merits of them. The George Foreman grill, the slap chop, the Showtime rotisserie, set it, and... Forget it. Yeah, you knew that one. Ginsu <laughs> so knives, the Vegematic, the food saver vacuum, $160 to save yourself three bucks. Uh, Fasta pasta or Fasta pasta or Fasta pasta. <laughs> The Vitamix, the Nutribullet, the Magic Bullet, the Ronco Electric Food Dehydrator, the Ovglove, the Spaghetti Twirling Fork, the Stone Wave Micro Cooker, and the Perfect Meatloaf Pan. There is some, there's some real doozies in there. Yeah, there are. I, one definitely stands out to me. I do have to say, I love Ginsu knives because all I wanted as a kid, mm-hmm. more than anything in the world, was to cut a tin can. In half. Yeah, they sort of came up with that whole thing that was later used for the uh, Miracle Blade. That yeah. was the 90s version of Ginsu Knives, which I didn't have on here because Miracle Blade just seemed like the ripoff version of Ginsu Knives. Or yeah. the updated version of Ginsu Knives. Yeah. But that's like any good infomercial has to have a huge moment where they show you how effect, like this is like, so sharp. Look with the, like, it's like, we'll get to it later, but when Flex Seal, you know, patches a hole in a tank, a, a spewing tank of water with a hole in it. Yeah, it just slaps or, it on there. Was it Flex Seal that did the, that they take a boat, that put a boat it, back together? They, yeah, they take a boat, yeah. slice it in half lengthwise, and then tape it back together that's and insane. put it out on the water. That's insane. So they're uh, like, we're talking about works. kitchen stuff right now. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, uh, Ginsu knives, one of the, OGs. Yes. Uh, like really a big part of the movement. The movement. I say that like it's, yeah, it's a social justice movement for uh, products. Yeah. There are two that stand out to me the most. I think that uh, Ginsu Knives stands out. I think the Vitamix, because it was the absolute original. And it has the best, if we were doing best infomercial. That's the Vitamix one. It's the Vitamix one. It's lunatic garbage. Uh, What y'all did not hear on a brief break was when Jen came in and we were like, Jen, you have to watch this. And she was horrified and angry. Like five times, just more and more. Yeah. This guy is basically, what's his name? Reverend Parrish that, yeah, uh, sure. that blames all the women of Salem for all the ills. Exactly. Yeah. But I think the ones that really come out of this, uh, I think the two, the two real, real contenders mm-hmm. in this, 
One because of the ubiquity of the product and one because of the ubiquity of the infomercial. Sure. Are the George Foreman grill and the Showtime rotisserie. I, I agree with you 100%. And Ron Popeil brought a lot of different sales pitch language that we hear all the time. Mm-hmm. The, but wait, there's more. How much would you pay for this? Yeah. A lot of the, th- you know, the Bassomatic is, is Dan Aykroyd and SNL at that time send up of Ron Popeil yeah. and how many commercials he had everywhere. The, the galactic prophylactic. No. In Eddie Murphy's cast, where they had, I think, Mary Gross jumping up and down on a mini <laughs> trampoline. That was supposed to be the galactic prophylactic. The, those idea pit, you know, it just gives you a great, it's a great, great comedy fodder yeah. that he's embraced and is still, is still alive and kicking it at the age of 84. Yeah. Uh, who knows how much, how many hundreds of millions of dollars Ronco he's sold. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even own it anymore. I'm sure he's inventing other things. But Do you own any of these products or have you ever owned any of these products? I don't think I've ever owned a Ron Popeil product. No. I have. What did uh, you have? I had the Ronco food dehydrator, mm. which was my obsession as a kid. It was my – you know what it was? It was my go-to joke noun. Uh, you know, you always have like that one random thing. Yeah. Uh, the Ronco electric food dehydrator was always my go-to joke noun. Yeah. Um, But I actually got one. I saw one at a, at a thrift store and I bought it. And – I bought a great big bag of produce, like a giant grocery bag full of delicious fruits. And I, I tried out my Ronco food dehydrator. And when I was done, that entire giant delicious smelling and looking bag of fresh fruit fit in one little Ziploc sandwich baggie. And everything was, I mean, it was, del- I mean, it's what dried fruit is. It you worked. Know, it worked. It, it's just, it was disappointing because. It's like, hey, do you have a lot of stuff and want to have just a tiny amount of stuff? <laughs> That's what that felt like to me. So functionality, which is another thing to think about, is how how well does it actually right. work? Um, it, did, it did its job. It did its job. But it's you don't feel like it was as advertised. Nothing mm-hmm. ever really is, right? Right. No, it's like – I mean, maybe, maybe a Ginsu knife will cut a tin can, or yeah. maybe that tin can was made out of KTEL record vinyl. Anything could cut right through it. <laughs> the, the, I, I love the Showtime rotisserie mm-hmm. just because it always made me, I'm hungry thinking about it it's, now. It always looked so good. And Ron Popeil cooked some good looking food in that infomercial. The food looked great. He I also- watched that infomercial in its entirety the other day when we were talking about doing this episode. And I'm not going to lie, as soon as it was over, I watched it again. Yeah, of course you did. It, was it made so you good. hungry. It made me hungry. And at the same time, he had the food injector, mm-hmm. which was like the, the – remember in X-Men 2 – when uh when Mystique has to sneak metal into the prison, so she injects that guard with the giant like what looks like a squeezed ketchup bottle full of metal. Yep. It's that, but for garlic. Ugh. And it puts it like inside a roast. Again, those look great too. Like everything he made did a great job of going, I need that. Now if only I could if only we had that, I could eat like a king all the time. Um that is maybe I think that is that is up there among gold standard infomercials. That said, I've owned a George Foreman grill for most of my life mm-hmm. and I have used it with regularity. Yes. I I use it all the time. Uh it used to be called the George Foreman lean mean fat reducing grilling machine. Yes. Remember that when it first came out? Sure. And it is Maybe my preferred method of cooking proteins. In fact, an old friend, um, uh, who you might remember, <laughs> my years ago ex's ex, uh, Joe mm-hmm. Antonashek, uh, chef, 
once uh, worked a uh, catering gig early on in his, and he's like a big, you know, he's a, a well-respected chef. Early on in his chefing years, catered a party that when he got there, realized they did not have a kitchen. So uh, he he sent uh, he sent one of his sous chefs to go buy a bunch of Foreman grills. And they just set up a row of George Foreman grills and they catered an entire dinner party. And that's not part of an infomercial. That is wow. just what happened. Like it is a proper functioning product. And I have always loved it. Yeah. That said, the Showtime Rotisserie is a perfect infomercial. So do we go with the one with the perfect infomercial or do we go with the one that's the significantly better product? Not maybe, maybe yeah. not even the significantly better product. The just a great, great product that everyone has it seems it's such a great because it can stand up on its side so it has a low profile in a kitchen Mm -hmm. it cooks beautifully i had one when i when i first did weight watchers back Mm -hmm. you remember like 14 years ago i would make uh, buffalo steaks all the time oh yeah bison steaks i would put it in there for the amount of time it said it was never dried out Everything I put in there cooked perfectly, whether it was a chicken breast or – like mm-hmm. it really, as advertised, did exactly what you exactly hope. It exactly what it says. It cleaned really, really well. Like it was just mm-hmm. easy to use. Like everything about it was easy, easy, easy. I think because we're here to pick the best product not and the not best infomercial. the best infomercial. I think the Foreman Grill has the to win. The Foreman Grill has to, has to win. The kitchen gadget. It is amazing. The spaghetti twirling fork is neat. <laughs> but it feels sure. like a, a Simone Yertz uh, thing, like when you see on YouTube, where just like the spaghetti flaps right into her face. <laughs> so for that reason, like it can't. There are lots of fun, dumb sure. things, and it's not going to be the Nutribullet or the Magic Bullet because those are just cheaper Vitamixes. Yes, yes. There we have a Nutribullet here. We yeah. use it. It's yeah, because great. a Vitamix is stupid expensive. You, I have a Nutribullet as well. You know what's weird? The Nutribullet is really bad at making milkshakes. <laughs> I, on a Saturday, I was like, I'm going to fill this with, I'm going to fill the cup with ice cream, with mint chocolate chip ice cream, and then I'm going to put whole milk in there. Wow, and then really, I'm going to blend it. Really leaning into that Nutra. Yeah. Well, I want, I want to get all, look. Man, I, every time I made my, uh, my famous thin mint milkshake, everybody knows the recipe. Splash of milk, scoop of ice cream, sleeve of thin mints. Yeah. Uh, it was always with a Nutra bullet. Yeah. I, I was disappointed with how it blended. Yeah. I wish it had blended better. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to stick a spoon down in there, move stuff sure around a little. I yeah. mean, eventually you just take the chunky mess and you eat it because it all tastes good. Yeah, it all Not tastes like ice cream. Put a bunch of whipped cream in the cup. It's fine. Look, I'm nobody's um, fool. All right. Coming out of the kitchen gadgets category yes. is the George Foreman Grill. Hooray. Uh, hooray. Let's move on now to grooming products. All right. A uh, shorter list. Seven of them on our list made the final cut, mm-hmm. and they are the Proactive System, the Floby, the Ped Egg, Petty Perfect. What is Petty Perfect again? Petty Perfect is uh like another – is it like, like an motor, auto- automated scrape your ugly feet? <laughs> the Turby Twist, which is a, uh, a hair towel turban uh, designed to dry hair quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Genie Bra, which is a sports bra with cups, and the – GLH, this one we should have put under weirdos. Yeah. The GLH hair system, which everyone has seen is spray paint for your head. And then go swimming. Yeah. And then go swimming. Go in the sauna. Yeah. And then turn the, uh, and then look like a, uh, look like someone just scared a squid. <laughs> yeah. There's no guarantee that it will no. actually work, but you should go. Yeah. It's almost like a joke. Like you should spray it on your head and. And then you should go swimming. Yeah. <laughs> go swimming. Oh, he's doing it. He's going like in there. You have to have some hair. 
yes. for this thing to work. You can't be totally bald and just no, no, do no. this on your bald pate. Then you'd look like Eddie Munster. <laughs> <laughs> it's just plastered to your head. Or a Ken doll. But it does sort of uh, – it's supposed to build on itself as you spray. Yeah, so does paint. Yeah. You know what You know what builds on itself? <laughs> Any layer of paint. Nail polish yeah, also nail builds polish on itself. Nail polish builds on itself. Yeast. Sure. You know what builds on itself? Anytime you stack more of a thing on top of the amount of the yeah. thing you already have. Old magazines yeah. build on Old themselves. <laughs> Um. Uh, so it's not the GLH hair system. No. Uh, I feel like there's a couple of there's a couple of uh, the Floby is really fun. The Floby is the vacuum haircutting system. I mean, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. They made fun of it in Wayne's World. Yeah. It sucks as it cuts. It certainly does suck. Um. But there are a couple in here that I think are actually uh actually all right. Okay. Uh, and the two that I would pull. Uh, that I would pull to talk about out of this list are proactive, mm-hmm. which I know a lot of people swear by. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be snake oil and you might have just grown out of acne. Uh, or it could actually be, you know, it is, you know, they, I don't know what they claim, but it, I know a lot of people who swear by it, who swear yeah. by it growing up. And one that I know both you and I have owned, uh, it's a little embarrassing, uh, the pet egg. Boy, I'll tell you. I love that pet egg. If there's man. anything, I'll watch TV and have the, I don't even know if we have the pet egg anymore. I feel like Jennifer hid it from me. Yeah. Cause it's so, like, you're just, you're sitting there watching TV mm-hmm. and then you're, wait, are you just dandruffing the couch you're with significant, your foot No, that's the whole thing is you scrape and then it goes in the egg. Yeah. And you take the top off and throw it out. Like it's like a pencil sharpener for your feet. And you're sitting there and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so gross. over my rough, gross, I mean, like, I, yeah. my feet are, if I go get a, a pedicure and the people, the technicians do not speak English or their main language is something other than English, then it will be like. Just a conversation in their it language. It will be a full, like, and I feel like, I, I, maybe this doesn't happen, but in my head, it always starts with, ugh. And then just like foreign language, foreign language, foreign well, language. Look, nobody, nobody goes to get a pedicure because their feet look perfect. No, it's because they need some work, but yeah. not – it shouldn't yeah, the, look but the, like – But the house doesn't need to be ripped down to the foundation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It shouldn't be like, were these in an accident? Um, I'll tell you what I use the pet egg for. I still use it. I still like it. I enjoy Carrots. it. Carrots. This can't – you know what? I'm going to throw a whole pet egg in there. <laughs> Grind it up. How are you going to get its nutrients? <laughs> um, I uh, – because – I, I sometimes maybe this is TMI, but you're sharing. I'll share. Yeah. Um. I, sh- I love yoga. Yeah. My feet shred yoga mats. Okay. The pet egg keeps me from having to constantly buy yoga mats that my dumb calloused feet have shredded while uh in a downward facing dog. Yeah. 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 If you have calloused feet, that's yeah. That's yeah. It's gross, and tough. it just like it just rips through. I'm like, well, now there's a, another. Big old tear in my yoga mat. Got to go buy another one. I wish I had a pet egg again. I need no, to get another I'm one. Probably stop at CVS on the way home and get a pet egg. That's also another uh, benefit of it mm-hmm. is cheap. Is that it's cheap and it's everywhere. By yeah. the way, what percentage of as seen on TV products yeah. uh, are sold via television? 
or via direct marketing. You mean what percentage if if a hundred percent of units are sold, what percentage of that comes is sold? from the TV from the as seen on TV part? Hmm. Would that include I see it on TV and then I go to the internet to order it off of whatever website that yes. they give me? Well, I don't know. Maybe now with Amazon, it's a little different, but. I don't know if they're, I don't know if this number that I saw was counting Amazon as a retailer or as I'm gonna guess direct. 85% goes through that. It's from the TV exposure. Incorrect. 90% are purchased in stores. Wow. Right? 90% are you purchased in stores. You just did a total commercial wow. Wow. Yeah, I can't of believe it. 90% commercial products are purchased in stores. Crazy, right? Yeah, that is nuts. Yeah. And that is one of them. I don't know if proactive is available in stores or if you have to do it through that. The version of the directly marketed uh, skin and holistic healthcare that I use now is right those um, essential oils because you mm. can't buy them in stores. They make you do the whole. You have to do it. Yeah, it's very silly, but I like them, so I get them. Yeah, but I feel like it, pro. If we're looking at proactive and the pet egg as our two contenders in this, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I've never used proactive, but I know that it is everywhere and it's, it's market permeation. Yeah. Has to put it up near the top. I know the pet egg is great and the pet egg has made a lot of money, but proactive is the number one best selling infomercial product of all time. Its annual revenue is $1 billion. Right. Like that is, I know it's not necessarily the biggest criteria. Total sales of the pet egg have been $450 million and it is uh, firmly in the middle of the pack of the top 10 best sellers. But proactive is the number one of all time, just money wise. Right. So okay. I feel like we've got a. Yeah, it makes sense. I, the pet egg, the, the pet egg is more interesting to me, but it does seem like that has helped more people. Can we, can we just speak briefly for a second about about Michael Stephen Levy, the host oh, of Amazing, those Amazing Discoveries. Discoveries. Yeah. It's like an interesting guy. He's mm-hmm. no longer with us. He passed away 16 years ago. He's very young. 55, yes. 54. Very, very sad. Yes. He was like an electrical engineer mm-hmm. who started a dial-a-joke line and then founded this this company. And they, for eight years, it was on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. And you always knew he was going to wear like a weird-looking shirt. Crazy sweater. Like he he made fun of himself. I cannot remember a single product he no, pitched. I honestly I remember thought him. that Amazing Discoveries was an actual TV show. Because it had a name, it had a host, and it was a different product every time. Yeah. I thought it was just a TV show. It's smart. It was a really, really yeah. smart way to, to get that stuff across. I just wanted to – it would feel weird to have a discussion about a scene on TV products without him, although I cannot remember – Again, any of his, yeah. any of his products. Well, look, we've had some, there have been some great, great pitch men and pitch women in this. We'll get to, uh, we'll get to Billy Mays and Phil Swift, my current favorite. Yes. Uh, who I mentioned to you the other day, his face always looks like he just shaved a beard off of it. <laughs> it? His face like is always just a little bit lighter than the rest of his skin and way too <laughs> pristine, like, your cheek and jowl area looks like it is, <laughs> is overly smooth. Every time he tries to go facial hair, it's like, this guy's too intense. <laughs> We're out of here. Sorry, you're going to have to have a weirdly colored face. Uh, how about this? Why don't we take a little break? Okay. We'll get to the last three categories. And when we come back, we will pick our winner. Don't go anywhere because wait. 
There's more. What if I told you there were other great shows on the Maximum Fun Network? We're going to have you listen to those. How much would you pay for that? $9.99? $19.99? $29.99? Well, they're 100% free. Yes, until it's time for the Max Fun Drive, which we'll get to later in the year. Oh, you'll pay. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Renee Colbert. I'm Alexis Preston. And we're the hosts of the smash hit podcast, Can I Pet Your Dog? Now, Alexis. Yes. We got big news. Uh Uh-oh. Since last we did a promo, our dogs have become famous. World famous. World, like, stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Second big news. Mm -hmm. The reviews are in. Mm Mm-hmm. Take yourself to Apple Podcasts. You know what you're going to hear? We're happy. It's true. We're a delight, a great distraction from the world. I like that part a lot. So if that's what you guys are looking for, mm-hmm. you got to check out our show. But what else can they expect? We've got dog tech, dog news, celebrities with their dogs, all dog things. All the dog things. So if that interests you, well, get yourself on over to Maximum Fun every Tuesday. Have you been to MaxFunStore.com lately? Because we've just launched a ton of new merch for a bunch of your favorite shows. You want a patch? We've got it. Tote? Mug? Stickers? We got those too. Heck, we've even got a onesie for your favorite baby. <laughs> now is the time to start holiday shopping for the MaxFun fans in your life, including yourself. That's MaxFunStore.com. And we're back. This is this is gonna be like a six hour episode. I know. We've been going for a while, and I don't want to stop. I know. I'm just um, enjoying being in the room with you. I know. It's very nice. This, this is nice. so rare. I got three days off from work, so I came out to LA to record about infomercials. That's right. This is what it's really about, That's folks. Right. All right. Let's move on to workout helpers. Okay. Uh, I say work. <laughs> I was gonna say workout gear, but it's not all gear. Some of it's gear, and some of it is uh, workouts, actual workouts, and, yeah. and uh, videos. And the contenders are. The, there's so many good ones in this. I don't know how we're gonna pick <laughs> two to duke it out. <laughs> um, the thigh master, <laughs> the Bowflex, P ninety X, the Gazelle. Oh, Tony Little. If just. There's got to be a gif of that Tony Little gazelle move, right? Oh, I'm sure. Um, the, the, uh, the shake weight, eight minute abs, sweating to the oldies, deal a meal, total gym, and the Hawaii chair. If you haven't seen the Hawaii chair, yeah. that's a bit of an obscure one, but it's on the list because it's absolute lunacy. It's just, have you ever sat in your office chair and just swiveled around mindlessly? Yeah. It's just that. But somehow they marketed it and were like, hey, do you want to mindlessly swivel in a chair and pretend yeah. it's a workout? You know what's more fun than anything? A loose chair. <laughs> you're going to think the seat's going to fall off the whole time as you swivel your hips like you're at a Jim Neighbors concert. Uh, by the way, is this the gif that you're thinking of? <laughs> Tony Little going full spread. Like he's yeah. doing a full – you – at home, like this guy is a fitness professional. He's in fantastic shape. Yeah. Who knows what he's taking? A long, glorious ponytail. Yeah. He's like human caffeine, like every infomercial sure. exercise person. And sure. this thing is. He's cocaine with skin. <laughs> <laughs> he's, this thing is spreading his legs so far apart. Yeah. That there's no way anybody at home, no. nobody who's watching TV at two in the morning can do that with their body. <laughs> They, you just can't. It's not good. Like things will rip yeah. when you do that. What about the uh, – while we're talking about workout gear, uh, what about the let, – let's kind of break this one down because this is a complicated one. 
uh, we might be able to just break this and do a little miniature version. You know what I mean? Find okay. some subcategories within here. Sure. So I'm going to throw a couple at you. Mm-hmm. The total gym or the Bowflex? Uh, if I'm picking? Yeah. The Bowflex. The Bowflex. Sure. Everywhere. Like, sorry, Christy Brinkley. The Bowflex. And is, Chuck Norris. And, and Chuck Norris. Okay. So Bowflex wins out of that. How about this? Uh, the Shake Weight or the Thighmaster? The Thighmaster. The Thighmaster is a defining television product, not yes. only because it's so ridiculous that it sold like hotcakes. Like people just bought it. I think people bought that out of how ridiculous it was. Yeah. But also having Suzanne Summers, who yeah. I'm pretty sure was getting a piece of that action. Oh, of course she was. She has a Thighmaster mansion that she bought. Um. And then I'm going to go with because I think I know. Do you what, agree? By the way, Thigh yes, Master. I think the, I think the shake the weight master. is hilarious because it looks weight. like you're doing some stuff. Yeah, the shake weight is pointless, and I've bought a shake weight before. Did I tell you about our Christmas that we had one year? We no. did a uh, white elephant for Christmas. Yes. Yeah, and the rule was it you it has to be an as seen on TV product that costs 19.95 or 19.99. Uh, I purchased the tactical flashlight, which did not make this list, and uh, I received the shake weight. No, no, no. I purchased the shake weight and I received the tactical flashlight. That's oh, uh, bummer. Right. Now let's go to the workouts themselves. P90X, eight minute abs or sweat into the oldies? Sweat into the, the oldies. oldies. Yeah. Richard Simmons. Yeah. Is, um, P90X is a great workout. Tony Horton is a very good motivator. Yeah. It all feels very Stand MLM. Like Tony Horton. Because he, because he's telling you like, oh, don't forget to have your shakes here because they sell shakes and stuff. Yeah. They're trying to get you to do like a full thing, but it works. People lose weight on it. Uh, Tina, who was a, an older Southern woman mm-hmm. had done it. She called it PX90 and she, she did it and absolutely like crushed every physical challenge. Yeah. Like, she was way stronger than Good you job, would expect her to be. Old lady. Yeah. She was super ripped. <laughs> she was super ripped. So it gets results. There's something about the energy of Richard Simmons. Yeah. Richard Simmons is, and Richard Simmons, like, Aside, aside from, you know, uh, somebody of a certain age who is, at, you're like, wow, it's impressive what she can do. The beauty of Sweat into the Oldies is everyone in that video just looked like regular folks. Yes. Everyone in the P90X video and the eight minute abs, like they have abs. They have the whole thing. Yeah. Sweat into the Oldies was, look, everybody can do it. It's a blast. We're going to listen to some classic music. I'm going to have a ball. And you guys, it was a lot, mostly big people, like that yeah. don't look like they work out all the time, and they're just having a great time doing it. I love sweating to the oldies, and it made Richard Simmons a giant star. Yes, and then um, he went on to deal a meal, and like the hallmarks of his, the hallmark of, also on this list, not as good as sweating to the oldies. No, 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 sweating the oldies is a signature product, but there is something to the extent to which he cared mm-hmm. that you would always see him interviewing someone who either was overweight. Mm-hmm. At the time or had been overweight. Yeah. And they would both cry. It was very touching. Yeah. And it never felt like – it felt ridiculous to watch it. Like, I can't believe this guy cares this much. Yeah, Not – But he this really can't be real. cares this much. Yeah. I honestly believe he cares that much. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to eliminate the Bowflex. And sure. I'm going to say it's a it's a two-way fight between the Thighmaster and Sweat into the Oldies. It's sweating to the oldies. It's got to be, right? It's got to be sweating to the oldies. It may, I mean, the Thighmaster is silly and fun, but sweating to the oldies is such a, such a classic. Yeah. And it's just made with love. And he is just, 
a national treasure. Yeah, you don't want to be like squeezing warped steel between your thighs yeah. while you watch TV yeah. as opposed to like getting on your feet. Yeah. You can do it. Anybody can. That I think is a great product that happens to have great infomercial sure. from one of the, the stars of product-based television. Yes. And you know what? Maybe like the thigh master, it, it does work one muscle group. Sweat of the oldies is going to work everything. That's right. But that muscle group, it works like you take a pole class and crush it. <laughs> um, all right. So sweat into the oldies is coming out of the workout category. Moving on yes. now. We have two categories left. Oh, that's you sending me. <laughs> <laughs> that was you sending me the gazelle gift. I just wanted you to have it on Thanks, your phone. Buddy. Did your dingers get louder yeah, since, uh, since you so. have been did. away? Oh, you know what? Um, I can just turn the volume off on this. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> um, all right. Household help. Right. Here are the household help products. The ShamWow de-shedding gloves. Those are, uh, for pet hair. Those are the gloves yes. that you pet your pet and then pull off like it's a, like it's the lint in a dryer. Right. The drop stop, which Catches French fries between your car seat and your center console. That's right. The Garden Genie. What's the Garden Genie? That is uh, is a pair of gloves with like claws in them oh, that help yeah. you do a variety of gardening yeah. tasks. That was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Your Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hercules hooks. Those are super strong hooks that won't mess up your drywall. The Hurricane Spin Scrubber. It's basically like a, uh, a salad spinner meets a mop. Yep. Flex Tape. We already mentioned uh, Phil Swift. And the magic of flex tape. Yes. Uh, magic mesh was another product that he pitched, right? No, but similar product. Uh, the scrub daddy. What is a scrub daddy? Scrub daddy is a circular sponge that is sitting right behind you with a face in it that you may know from Shark Tank. Oh, it, is it, it a Shark got, Tank? It product? got investment on Shark Tank, but oh. depending on what temperature of water mm-hmm. you soak it in, it either becomes softer or or harder, more abrasive for scraping stuff off. Very mm. smart. Very smart type of product. I've used it a couple times. It's fun because it, it sinks in to like go inside of a cup and mm. clean it out and and pull on it. That's a pretty good use for it. I never feel like that's the worst clean enough. Did I just use the worst collection of words in a row yeah, to that's describe how to use it? So you put it and then squeeze it and inside the cup and then you pull and on the, it and then, and it, then it, it and cleans. That's okay. That's yeah. You know what it's it is? Scrub daddy. That's good enough. I would be smarter if I hadn't had all those mashed potatoes when oh, I was a kid. Oh, no. I you know too who many. did it? The wife. The wife did it. She's in there boiling them potatoes. Yeah, taking a skin of the potatoes and throwing them in the garbage. No iodine. No silicon. <laughs> uh, we also have Magic Putty, uh, another one of those uh, multi-use products. The Sticky Buddy. What's Sticky Buddy? The sticky buddy is like a lint roller, but instead of being tape you pull off, it's sort of like a like a some sort of a rubber material, so you can just wash it right off afterwards. All right, and so, it has uh, less, so less disposable. That's good for the environment. Yeah, yeah. You hold on to it. You can wash it. But, uh, wonder uh, hanger. That's a pretty cool one. Wonder hanger. Yeah. Turns- wonder hanger. It's, uh, it's basically just stacking up a bunch of hangers and then they lock into one another to save you some uh, closet space. Super smart. Uh, the turbo snake, which is a drain snake, <laughs> uh, and of course. Billy Mays here for OxyClean. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace, Billy Mays. Another British guy. I can't yeah. remember his name. Oh, yeah. Tony that something. Show together, Pitchmen. Yeah. I feel like what's coming out of this has got to be, and maybe this is just because they were around at a certain time in the early 2000s where they were the only game in town and they were both the biggest, uh, you know, they were both the 800-pound gorilla in the room, and that's the ShamWow and OxyClean. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, I add? think so. Did we talk about the slap shop at all? 
which is the we, other we mentioned Vince it Offer. In the, that was another yeah, Vince we did. Offer product. I don't remember. Vince Offer is problematic. He is a problematic person. It just made me think of, uh, was it Fettuccini, Linguini, Martini, Bikini? Oh, God. I think he says that during the slap shop. The, yeah. sh- the ShamWow. He's I- basically the Max Landis of, uh, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> of Pitchmen. Yep. Which means we have to give it to OxyClean, right? I, th- I think we do. The ShamWow, though, is a pretty decent product. ShamWow's cool. We're not doing the Pitchman, right? We're doing the product. We're doing not the Pitchman, the product. OxyClean. But we, but we did say that we were going to take the Pitchman into account. It should be into account. I, and that is a point against for sure. Yeah. The, the ShamWow works. Mm-hmm. I felt like it got dirty right away. And yeah. then I just wanted to throw it in the damn garbage. <laughs> I didn't want to put it in the washing machine. Like yeah. that thing's been on the floor. It's got hair and soda on it. That's not what's on my floor, but you know, using a bunch of stuff. Hair and soda, the Hal Loveland story. <laughs> I'm gonna throw that in the wash with yeah. everything. Like it's just gross. Um, uh, no. Yeah, I, but you know what? If you throw it in the wash with some OxyClean, then it'll get clean. Then it'll get clean. You can dip your. I, people are pulling all of their yeah, uh, pull their drapes down. Yeah, pull their drapes out. Everybody wants them. to dip their lace drapes in it. Um, <laughs> here's the thing I found out about the ShamWow. Mm. Uh, the markup on the ShamWow is. Insane. Because what do they charge for it? $20 for four of them. And it, they each cost, what, 25 cents? cents? Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's something like a 1,500% markup. The The price is insanity. It's brilliant. And they made a ton of money. But it does absorb – ten. like it's – both of these I think are interesting because they are science at work. They're yeah. both good products. They work. But, you know, the ShamWow is way overpriced and Vince Offer is a little problematic. Yeah. Billy Mays um, I think also wound up being problematic. Did he really? Oh, man. Everybody's problematic. We're canceling it's, everybody. Yeah. But I think as a product, the OxyClean is sort of in a lot of – it's been licensed to a lot of mainstream, quote, unquote, cleaning yeah, products. Yeah, you can find OxyClean in a lot of things now. And I think by virtue of that, it has elevated itself above mm-hmm. just – it'll always be an infomercial pro- uh, product. You'll always right. see every commercial, even if it's 30 seconds long, has that infomercial feel yeah. where you're being yelled at about it. Yeah. But it's and dunking it's, and dunking lace curtains into a bucket. Dunking your lace curtains into a bucket and they come out clean as a whistle. I'll tell you what. I think that that I think that has to win this category. Yeah, I think you're right. Shout out though to the ShamWow t- absorbs ten times uh, its weight in, in soda uh, and hair. In soda hair and like dirt that makes you go, "What is happening in my home or in my car or whatever I'm using it to clean with?" And I don't want this anymore, and I'm going to throw it away. <sighs> All right. Single use. Are you ready for our final category? Mm-hmm. It's time for dessert. All right. Weirdos. Let's do it. Here is our list of weirdos. <laughs> the Chia Pet. Moon Shoes. Mr. Microphone. The Clapper. Comfort Wipe. Hal, you want to tell everybody what Comfort Wipe is? Comfort Wipe is a stick. You know, like people don't want to wipe back there because... You know, your hand will get dirty, so why not have a stick do it? Yep. You use it. You put stick that you put some toilet paper on. Essentially, have a long stick. You put toilet paper, and then you wipe. But it's never one wipe. So now you got to use your hand to put more. Unless you're rolling out the toilet paper onto the floor and then using this to (laughs) repeatedly pick it up. In which case, you're getting like yeah, like it's the little grabber thing that people use when they're cleaning up the highways. Like you're doing rhythmic gymnastics to your bee hole. It's not going to clean anything. It's not going to work. And the ribbon routine from Hal. <laughs> uh, this is another dumb one that I love. The wearable towel. 
Just a towel with armholes. Yeah. You just put it on, and then you feel great. Yeah. Doc's bo- Doc Bottoms ass spray. Yeah. Or a spray. A spray. A-S-P-R-A-Y. Where you, all your green stinky zones on your body, you spray it, and it yeah, goes it's away. It's just Axe body spray. Yeah. Uh, uh, the titty bear. T-I-D-D-Y. That's right. Which is a little teddy bear uh, that prevents uh, your seatbelt from going in your cleavage. Yeah. The bedazzler. Classic. Add rhinestones to anything. That's right. That is that is deep South Tennessee right there, Including man. Including a if phone. You, yeah. I oh, think yeah. a phone gets bedazzled in if, that. If you grow up where Dolly Parton is from, then some stuff gets bedazzled in your neighborhood. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the pocket fisherman. Yes. Ktel. The as with the aforementioned uh, Ktel series of records, mm-hmm. and of course, the Snuggie. Yeah, the blanket with sleeves. The second of its kind in the market. The slanket came first. Was the slanket first. The slanket came first. Just didn't have as good a name. Didn't have as good as name. The Snuggie was better. And it had a better because the commercial was so. Again, the commercial is so ridiculous mm-hmm. that people would buy them as a joke. Yeah, and like, yet it's it's the yeah it's like. The the snuggie and the sham or the not shamwell the snuggie and the uh, shake weight yes seem to be from around the same time also but the snuggie works better mm-hmm. it doesn't it's it's not as functional a blanket once you put sleeves on it then all of a sudden everything you do with it is tied to your shoulders yeah so yeah. that part of it is kind of sucky also it's just a backwards robe. That's true. All it is is a giant backwards robe. <laughs> it's like, hey, do you want to put your robe on backwards, but you don't want to put your robe on backwards? Here's a robe designed to be put on backwards. Why don't I put my robe on backwards all the time? Yeah. I just say I have a Snuggie. <laughs> yeah. I have one. Yeah, it's just a backwards robe. For goodness sakes. That said, we have to at least give the Snuggie, within its category, it's got to go down to the quarterfinals here. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a finalist within this category. There's some course. great stuff on here. The clapper, clap on, clap off. The clapper. Do you, have you ever had a clapper? No. I, I we do. Here. And yes, it's in. No, it's not plugged into anything. Oh, okay. But we use it uh, when we have a Christmas tree. Then we'll use that, and then we can clap on the Christmas lights. And then you you turn on the Christmas tree, and all the people that have come over to see it, they all applaud, and then it turns off and on again. Oh, okay. But the idea that you walk – I know it's supposed to make things easier because mm-hmm. you don't have to flip flip a switch or go to a remote. At the time, your TV yeah. might be plugged in. You might not have a remote. It's not useful anymore really because you have – because smart products. Yeah. But the idea that you're going to walk around the house going <laughs> – and then they had the smart clapper, which was clap on, clap off. So you had like another device. One's going like this. The other one is dealing with – and they, that's a different thing. So you have to remember yeah. which one's which so you don't like turn off the pacemaker <laughs> that somehow you're plugged into the wall. You can't leave. Your home's a prison. And why? Mashed potatoes. Uh-oh. I eat mashed potatoes. I at the, the wife. Because my wife, my granny, my mother – yeah. A random woman who wouldn't date me in college. Mash potatoes. <laughs> you know what? Take that Snuggie. Throw it in a Vitamix. <laughs> throw it in a Vitamix with lemon juice, prunes. That's right. And eggshells only. Take those metals and throw them in a sewer with your fake teeth. Get that stick from the comfort wipe and scrape off the sides of the bowl inside the Vitamix. The comfort wipe. Is Mr. Microphone in this? Mr. Microphone isn't. Mr. Microphone, if you don't know what it is, was a microphone that allowed you to broadcast to nearby radios. 
So oh, I thought it was just a recorder. It used FM radio. Uh, it would transmit to nearby radio, so you could amplify your signal. I mean, that's kind of brilliant. I think in the com- I think in the original commercial for it, a guy like talks talks to a woman's radio while she's driving in like a way that might have been quote unquote charming in 1976 <laughs> but in 2019 is like, horrifying is like hey i'm in your car now oh god i'll be over later um the, honestly the only thing i knew about mr microphone is um the phrase you want a mr microphone do you mm-hmm. know that phrase my dad i don't know if it was a my dadism or if it was an every dadism of a certain age mm-hmm. Whenever I would, uh, accidentally air family laundry or saying something outlandish or gross that I shouldn't say out loud or so- anything that, uh, that was my dad's, cause I was a loudmouth kid. Sure. That was my dad's thing. It was like, it's the equivalent of, oh, you want to broadcast it to the whole neighborhood? Yeah. I think that might have been just your dad, but it's the yeah. same idea. Like, well, you want a Mr. Microphone? Great, great. Uh, it's a great illustration of yeah. what Mr. Microphone is and does. Um, shout out to the Pocket Fisherman because it's the original Ronco product. Yes. And it is on this list and it is still sold today. Yeah. Uh, the Pocket Fisherman, one of my favorite details about it is, uh, anglers, proper fishermen, uh, did not like it because it's kind of dumb. <laughs> Uh, and, <laughs> and not very, and not a very good fishing pole. Yeah. And Popeil's response to that was, well, it's not for fishing. It's for giving, <laughs> which is brilliant insanity of Super like smart. No, it's, you're not supposed to fish with it. You're supposed to buy it and give it to someone <laughs> to show that you care. That is, that is incredible to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, great salesman. That, now that said, I feel like the one that has to come out of this is the Snuggie. Yeah. Just as like almost by elimination because all of these are dumb. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, we didn't really talk about another one of the OGs that's on this list. What's that? That is still sold everywhere, mm-hmm. licensed to a million different versions, a fun, ironic toy or an actual cool thing. Ch-ch-ch-chia? Ch-ch-ch-chia pet. Has a great theme pet. song. That's I feel like that's got to beat the Snuggie. Did you ever have one? Uh, no, I never had a, uh, a chia pet. Who did? I think my brother had a chia pet. Yeah. Uh, that was a human head. Yeah. It's just so it chia like seeds little, and yeah. then you, you pour it and they sprout. The, one, it's like, looks like a sheep is the main, like the, yeah, original. like a, like a hedgehog looking yeah. thing. He had the one that was like a dude whose head became an afro. Yeah. Not his head, his hair became an afro. His hair, yeah. But now you can get like a Scooby Doo chia pet or, uh, you can get a million different licensed products. Yeah. I kind of want to take the Chia Pet because of its... I'm fine with that. Because of its history. I, this one's not going to win. Yeah. Um, but we've got to pull one into the finals. So we have our finalists. We have now. our finals. Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, you want to do the eliminate them one at a time going back and forth? Okay. What, game? Tell, tell me... Uh, let me type our finalists. In so Here I are our them. finalists. Go ahead. The Chia Pet, OxyClean, Sweat into the Oldies, Proactive, and the George Foreman Grill. I'll eliminate the Chia Pet. And I will eliminate Proactive. And I will eliminate OxyClean. And it is down to the two that I thought it would be down to, which is Sweat into the Oldies and the George Foreman Grill. One thing made to help you lose weight 
The other one also meant to do that. Well, but you, you can, fat-reducing grilling machine. You can cook a lot of stuff in it. You can just take the fat that drains and pour it back on when you're done. You Gross. can have it. It's a gravy. No, it's not. It's raw chicken juice on the no, bottom. No, it's Because it started dripping at the beginning of the cooking process, it's my cooked. friend. How? I spent a lot of time in hospitals in my <laughs> mid-20s. And now, for the first time, I'm beginning to think it's possible – that that was related. Drinking raw chicken juice, that's yeah, bad. Probably. What if I put it in a Vitamix with a whole, with a egg, whole egg and a rubber shoe sole? You're not supposed to cook stuff. Yeah, you, you don't kill just... all the nutrients by cooking it. Yeah, well, I'm taking don't all the nutrients. The you know what? Take that whole chicken, bones and all, put it in a Vitamix. Oh. And I like that the version of the Vitamix you get is a stainless steel container, mm-hmm. so you can't see anything, yeah. which he has trouble attaching to the base. Oh, and then yeah. he goes, oh, there's a notch here and there's a notch here, so that it fits. So like, yeah, I know. We all know that there is. <laughs> but then then he's like, I'm going to use a glass version so you can see all the stuff going in, which means when you do it, you have no idea how bad it looks. <laughs> you just pour it out. And you have what is probably like a mint green liquid. Yeah, it's just gray. Glass of gray. Every once in a while, a claw just floats to the surface and then, but then goes back down. Yeah. It's a, it's sort of a cross between, uh, that, uh, trash compactor monster from Star Wars and the, uh, five fingered shrimp cocktail from Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> and you drink that. This is hard. Sweat into the oldies or the George Foreman grill. I mean, I, there's one to me that stands out over the other. Which is the grill. As much as I love Richard Simmons. Yeah. Because we did say product. And Sweat to the Oldies it's, is. It's a videotape. Yeah, that's true. It is a, a video. That is a product. Yeah. It's not, he's not selling a concept. He's not saying go, go put no, on but, some oldies and no, dance but, to but them. But what he's selling is Richard Simmons. And he kind of is selling a concept. Yeah. He's selling the idea that everyone can do this. Mm-hmm. That, and maybe that edges him in the right direction of the victory here in that it, you know, it's, it's one is a product that is really good. And one is a, one is an idea that is really valuable. I think, but you, you're not paying for the idea. You're paying for the tape. The idea is he's selling, he yeah. is selling himself in that by getting this tape for half hour, or however long the tape is, you're going to hang out with me yeah. and we're going to work out together. I think, as my, I think I'm just trying to. You're trying to keep Richard I'm in. Trying to keep Richard in there when I think but it's clear who. We the need to move is. him over to the other side of the deal in your wallet because he's done. Yeah. People of the world, your winner is the lean, mean, mean fat, fat reducing, reducing grilling, grilling machine. machine, the George Foreman grill. It stands on its side. It does tricks. It well, drains all the chicken juice out that you can pour it back on. I'll stop. Doing it doesn't. That. What drippy chicken are you making, by the way? Well, you, because you got you put a little, you know, you like coat it with a little olive oil or oh, something. Oh, you do? I just put it on there. Just I would. I would just go. Yeah, here we go. Dry rub it. Yeah. And then you do it, and then it, when it's cooked, then the juices, like the fat and stuff, is coming out. Yeah, but it's still early in the cooking process. Is- I mean, I didn't really drink it, yeah. but I could have if I wanted to. Can't you can't I mean, if you're stop do me? It, microwave it first. <laughs> In that stone, in that stone, yeah, in the still cooking micro, uh, micro um, machine. No, it's I use it. I I will in my three days that I am here, mm-hmm. I will probably use my George Foreman grill. Yeah, it's a grill. It's a panini press. Yeah, 
that's those are the two things it is. Yeah. But it does those things extremely well. Yeah. It is like an invaluable if you get the one with the removable plates, once mm-hmm. it cools down, you can wash it off in like ten seconds. It washes really easily. Mm-hmm. It's just a great all around utility piece to have in the kitchen. It made George Foreman richer than boxing did oh, and yeah. more famous than boxing did. Yeah. Which is also saying something before for the that, power of the, the product. Thing he was most famous for was losing the rumble in the jungle to, yeah. uh, to Muhammad Ali. And I've had a great mustache. Yeah. I feel like people should know that we're not like, this is not like when BuzzFeed is like 20 products you should try. Yeah. This is all from the heart. We're not getting money from them. No, I wish we were. I, know. I would take some money. Yeah. I'll change the answer George if somebody Foreman, wants to pay us. will fight you in a ring right now. He's older. I might be able to beat him. Or at least run away from him for three minutes at a time. I wonder if he well, – he probably beat the crap out of me. He beat the crap out of both of us. Ugh, and all 900 of his kids. He got a sitcom out of this pro- – like the power of this product. Mm-hmm. Had the product been terrible, yeah. had it just been a joke, I don't think it would have lasted as long because it wasn't as crazy – it's not as crazy as a pet egg or a slap chop. There was yeah. nothing as memorable in what he did. It was something that actually worked. Mm-hmm. And that's saying something, that the product – supersedes the infomercial, the pitch man, and created opportunity out of it and yeah. made him made him a star, a bigger star Again. than he'd ever been before. Yeah. Again and, and bigger than he'd ever been before. Yeah. So that is why, in addition to it being just a great piece, that the George Foreman Grill is your winner asked and answered. Wow. Yeah. You know what? What's that? This topic is closed. Mm-hmm. But wait, there's more. <laughs> So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or you can email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or go to the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Let's talk about that original Vitamix infomercial and also will you sh- post that on the group? I will. And also share gifts and just memories of your favorite as seen on TV prize. We want to hear about you. Maybe there are things we didn't mention here that you love that, that are near and dear to your heart. We want to know uh, about it. Maybe like my dear friend Andy Crocker, you have an obsession with and have had a life goal of being the frazzled person in the black and white half of an as seen on TV product <laughs> ad and can find some of your favorites of those. Yeah. I, like, I don't know how a sink works. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do with all these fingers? <laughs> that was a great SNL commercial. Oh. Remember the finger remover <laughs> with Victoria Jackson? And at the end, they're like, what time are we going to meet? And she says, make it five. And she holds up. Just so she oh, has two was, extra yeah, like fingers. Off your, yeah, it gives them like gangrene and then she's got paint. Like she slams them in a drawer and it's like, Rah! very, very funny I do that. commercial. Anyway, this is closed. Uh, it, it, it's only left for us to thank producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus for putting this list together for us, graphic designer Uri Kelman and QA engineer Jen Alba. And of course, our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And to you, our listeners, for giving us an opportunity to sit and have a really good time talking about yes. really silly things from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for how lovely I'm Mark Agliardi. From Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Loveland, and don't worry, everybody. Mashed potatoes! Damn it! (laughs) We got this! MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.